Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for standing by and welcome to the New Technologies Third Quarter 2023 Earnings Conference Call. At this time, all participants are in listen-only mode. Later, we will conduct a question and answer session and instructions will follow at that time. As a reminder, we are recording today's call. If you have any objections, you may disconnect at this time. Now, I would like to turn the call over to Ms. Kistro Lee, Investor Relations Manager of New Technologies. Ms. Lee, please go ahead. Thank you, Operator. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's conference call to discuss new technologies resolved for the third quarter 2023. The earnings press release, corporate presentation, and financial spreadsheets have been posted on our Investor Relations website. This call is being webcast from company's IR site as well, and the replay of the call will be available soon. Please note, today's discussion will contain forward-looking statements made under the safe harbor provision of the U.S. Private Security Litigation Reform Act of 1995. Forward-looking statements involves risks, uncertainties, assumptions, and other factors. The company's actual results may be materially different from those expressed today. Further information regarding the risk factors is included in the company's public filing with the Security and Exchange Commission. The company does not assume any obligation to update any forward-looking statement except as required by law. Our earnings press release and this call include discussion of certain non-GAAP financial measures. The press release contains definition of non-GAAP financial measures and a reconciliation of GAAP to non-GAAP financial results. On the call with me today are our CEO, Dr. Yan Li, and CFO, Ms. Fiang Zhou. Now let me turn the call over to CEO Yan. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on the call today. In Q3 2023, our total sales volume was 265,923 units, with a year-over-year -year decrease of 71%. Specifically, sales volume in the China market had a year-over-year -year drop of 12% to 230,445 units, and the sales volume in the overseas market experienced a year-over-year of 38% decrease to 35,468 units. Total revenue in Q3 2023 was RMB 927 million, decrease of 19% year-over-year. Now, in the China market during Q3, we encountered setbacks due to a sluggish consumption in top-tier cities resulted in a slowdown in sales for our product. To address this challenge in Q3, we expand our product portfolio with a diverse design and functionality to address a wider customer needs. And with a diversified product portfolio, we plan to expand our retail coverage for greater market reach in Q4 2023 and beyond. In the overseas electric two-wheeler market, we have experienced a year-over-year -year decline of 62%, influenced by a combination of challenging factors. The decline in the electric tooler market in our key market, Germany and Netherlands, has impacted our business. Additionally, we have also faced a temporary disruption in the key European markets due to operational difficulty faced by our distribution partner, which has further affected our sales performance in this period. In response to those challenges we have encountered, we have implemented two strategic adjustments, expanding the product portfolio to expand our addressable market and operational adjustment to resolve the temporary disruption. We introduced key electric motorcycle and off-road motorcycle product to the European and North American market to expand our addressable market beyond the electric moped. For the Southeast Asia market, we have officially introduced the battery swapping solutions with compatible swap batteries and mopeds. 
Operationally, we're also working with our distribution partner and retail partners closely to revamp the retail operations in the key markets. The overseas micro-mobility market has seen a year-over-year decrease of 37% in sales. This downturn is primarily attributed to the sell-in order delays in Q3. Despite the decline in the sell-in volume, we recorded the highest number of kick-scooter activations in this quarter. The number of activations in Q3 show a significant year-over-year increase of 80%. This increase in product activation can be largely attributed to our comprehensive product portfolio and the expansion of our sales network, both online and offline in the key market channels. In addition, during Q3, we launched an innovative KQI Air kick scooter for pre-sales, which has been well received in the market. We're continuously working on expanding our sales channel penetrations, aiming to reach a broader customer base and reinforce our market presence. We expect to get back to the growth track in the coming quarters in time for the holiday season. Now, let, let me delve into the China market in detail. In this quarter, we continue to build our product portfolio to, with a diverse design style and functionality to address a wider customer needs. We introduced Q2 2023, the MQL, emerged as a successful addition of our product lineup. It is a product that inherits the design from our old-time classic M-series along with the significant upgrading design performance. It has not only co- contributed positively to our sales volume, but also plays a significant role in enhancing our brand image. In Q3, we also successfully introduced the Falcon series as a new style with the launch of F400T and F200, complementing the previous introduced of F100 in Q2. Collectively, the entire Falcon series accounted for more than 50% of our total sales in this quarter in Q3. The Falcon series represents our attempt to create another flagship design. With its proven popularity, we plan to roll out more product within the newly introduced series in the coming quarters. The F400T was introduced in August this year as a remarkable addition to our Falcon Series product lineup. This electric bicycle draws inspiration from fighter jets and seamlessly incorporated new essential smart functionalities with a maximum range of 90 kilometers. The F400 has a design has captured significant attention since its launch. Notably, it took center stage at China Joy, the country's largest gaming expo, garnered millions of views across all platforms. Another product added this series in Q3 was F200. It is released as a high-powered commuter scooter with a sports car-inspired frame. It has a max range up to 70 kilometers and equipped with new smart system. The F200 was also launched with a collaboration with a globally renowned IP, Kukuman. Our sales performance during the recent W11 shopping festival underscored the popularity of those recently launched products. In the first 24 hours of promotion period alone, the pre-order sales revenue surpassed the sum of the entire period last year, showcasing the robust demand for our offerings. Several of our key products have secured prominent positions on the best-selling list of major platforms, including Tmall and JD.com. Specifically, the latest iteration of our claimed SQI electric bicycles has gained significant traction during the W11 Shopping Festival, emerging as the number one top-selling straddle electric bicycles in the RMB 9000 price range above on Tmall and JD.com. Together, our UQI Plus, F200, and also SQI has claimed top spots ranking within the top three best-selling products in the electric bicycle categories on Tmall. This highlights a strong customer preference across our diverse product range. We have we remain highly engaged in events and cross-brand collaborations to enhance our brand exposures. 
In September, we established presence on the Qi Fusion Game Fest 2023, where we brought our F400 to the gaming enthusiast. We recently forged an official partnership with JD Gaming, one of the China's top esports teams and finalists in the League of Legends World 2023. Those engagements underscore our commitment to establish a strong brand presence and the forging connections with diverse audience, even in the face of temporary market challenges. We're confident that those initiatives will contribute significantly to our brand exposures and long-term growth prospects. Now turning into international electric moped market, we faced the challenge in this quarter with a year-over-year decline in the electric moped sales accounts for uh, 62%. Several factors converged and created this downturn, including the decline of the electric moped market in the key European countries like Germany and Netherlands, and the temporary operation disruption due to issue in counterbalance distribution partner in Europe. While we acknowledge those challenges, we are actively engaged in addressing them to regain the traction in this market. First, we expand our product portfolio beyond the electric mopeds, widening our, our addressable markets. We have unveiled several key products ready for Q4 2023 and 2024 at ECMA in November. One key product that we reviewed was XQI3 electric dirt bike. It is designed with a futuristic look with a handful of choice aluminum frame colors integrated with new signature halo light. We have reviewed the XQI3 product during the ECMA in Milan, Italy in November and also brought it to the Electrify Expo launch event in Austin, United States. The XQI3 markup expansion into the dirt bike categories, and the new XQI3 has attracted tremendous amount of attention within the only week since its debut. The XQI has won the 2023 Gold Winner of the New York Product Design Awards. We anticipate making the XQI3 model available to the North America and the European market in Q1 2024, and we're confident that it will bring up the sales and therefore uplift the new brand recognition. Another product we launched for Europe is the RQI News High Performance Urban Quad Electric Motorcycles. It is designed to deliver exhilarating city ride with features like dual removable batteries and ABS. With a top speed of 110 km per hour and 0 to 50 km per hour acceleration time just under the 2.9 seconds, the RQI is targeted riders for ex- exciting acceleration experience. The motorcycle is equipped with the integrated traction control system, building from rear cameras, and the impact detection system, making it sophisticated and also a safe riding option. It also comes with new core smart features. The RQI expects to be available from Q1 2024 in Europe. During ECMO, we also brought the award-winning XQI to the international market. It features a futuristic design that earns the 2023 Red Dot Best of Best Design Awards. The bike features the die-cast unibody frame with zero southern joint, ensuring seamless integration of form and functions. They offer easy handling, making it ideal for city commute. Now, in addition to those electric motorcycle products, we officially launched the new swap battery swapping solutions compatible with the newly launched S600 e-mopeds. The swapping technology enables riders to swap batteries quickly, reducing downtime and increasing the convenience. During ECMA, we have presented a new swap cabinets that technical solution provider collaborating with partners in Europe, Southeast Asia, and South America to deploy the battery swapping cabinets aiming to enter the respective local markets. Now, the recent ECMA event presented us an opportunity not only to unveil our latest product, but also engage in meaningful conversations with our key distribution and retail partners. We're actively working with our distribution partner to quickly resolve temporary operation disruptions and get back on the growth trajectory.
Now, talking about the overseas micromobility market, the micromobility market has reported a 37% year-over-year decrease in sales in Q3. As mentioned earlier, the primary contributing factor is due to a selling order delay in Q3, while the sell-out or activation volume has increased by 80% year-over-year, driven by a diverse product portfolio and an expanding sales network. During this quarter, we took a significant step in expanding our product portfolio by unveiling one of our stand, uh, standout kick scooter product, the KQI Air and Air X series, at an EFA event in Berlin, Germany. One of the standout features of the KQI Air is the construction with the main body predominantly crafted from a lightweight carbon fiber, resulting in an incredible low weight of 11.7 kilos. The weight reduction does not compromise performance. The KQI Air delivers impressive capabilities, including top speed of 32 km per hour and a max range of 50 km. It also incorporates dual-action brake caliper to ensure its short braking distance for added safety. Moreover, the KQI Air embraces smart connectivity and enabling functions like NFC and Bluetooth unlocking, customizable charging capacity settings, speed adjustment, and also the regenerative braking strength. Notably, the KQI Air was awarded the Best of EFA 2023 by Gadget Match, a highly regarded tech channel. The KQI Air has an MSRP of $1,400 for the standard version and a $1,799 for the KQI Air X full carbon fiber version. We launched the pre-sale campaign on September and we expect to deliver the KQI Air to our customer in December this year in time for the holiday season. The launch of KQI Air marks our consistent effort in product innovation and we have more kick scooter product in the rollout pipeline for the next quarter to further complete our product offerings. Meanwhile, we're also leveraging um, the traction that we gather from our Kickstarter product to expand our sales network coverage. Currently, we have our new products sold in over 1,500 offline stores in the United States and Europe in major retailers like Best Buy and Media Mart. Together with the product portfolio enhancement, the sales network expansion has laid a solid foundation for ramping up sales in the next few months throughout the holiday season. Now, as we look forward, we remain a cautious outlook for Q4 this year as some of the operational adjustments in both the China and also the overseas electric moped market will take time to be fully implemented to drive the midterm growth. We're nonetheless confident to regain growth in 2024 after a temporary adjustment period this year. In the China market, the fourth quarter traditionally experienced a low market demand. We're using this time to continue to enhance our product portfolio and build momentum for store expansions. In terms of product portfolio, the Falcon series is a testimony of a successful product portfolio expansion. We also focus on expanding our retail store this quarter. With those, we believe we are well positioned to get back on a high growth track in 2024. Now, for the international electric two-wheeler market, the additional new products, the off-road and also the motorcycle market product, and also the swapping solutions are well positioned as for growth in the key European United States and the Southeast Asian market next year. We're also actively implementing the operational adjustments for better deliver those products to our key markets through the key channels. But we expect those adjustments will take time, and hence we remain cautious outlook for the Q4 2023. <coughs> Last but not least, for our international micromobility market, we're pleased to report a sustained and robust growth trajectory. This growth is fueled by two key pillars. The completion of our product portfolio and expansion of sales network. Our product lineup has not only boosted the sales volume, but also significantly elevated the presence of new brands within this market segment. 
the recent addition of the Kikla Air represents just one of the many exciting products yet to come. The expanding product portfolio has driven the development of our sales channels with remarkable growth observed in our expanded retail network. We're confident in our ability for sustaining high growth in Q4 and beyond. Now I'll turn the call over our CFO, Fian. Thank you, Yan, and hello, everyone. Please note that our press release contains all the figures and comparisons you need, and we have also uploaded Excel format figures to our IR website for your easy reference. As I review our financial results, I'm referring the third quarter figures unless I say otherwise, and all monetary figures are in RMB if not specified. As Yan just mentioned, during the third quarter, we sold a total of 266,000 units, and 230,000 were sold in China, while the rest were sold overseas. And the total revenue for the third quarter amounted to 927 million, a decrease of 226 million compared to the same period of last year. And China market revenue was 785 million, accounting for 85% of the total revenue. Of this, the China scooter revenues were 711 million, a year-over-year decrease of 17%. And this decrease was mainly due to the lower sales volume of our premium series, and partially offset by the higher sales volume and revenue from our mass premium series. And the China scooter ASP was RMB 3085, a year-over-year decrease of 5.5%. And this decline in ASP was mainly due to the product mix change, which I just mentioned. And the overseas market revenue were 142 million, accounted for 15% of the total revenue. And the overseas scooter revenue, including the e-motorcycles, mopeds, kick scooters, and e-bikes, amounted to 122 million, compared to 195 million in the same period of last year. And this decrease was mainly due to the decline in the sales of e-motorcycle and mopeds. The micro-mobility revenue were around 109 million, up 20% quarter over quarter. And the overseas scooter ESP increased from RMB 3386 to RMB 3430 year over year, and mainly due to our premium model K3 Max sales volume increase from 3.2,000 units to 7.1,000 units year over year. And the revenue from accessories, spare parts, and services amounted to 94 million, a 5% decrease compared to the same period of last year. And this decline was mainly driven by the lower sales of battery packs overseas, as we mentioned in the previous quarters. And the growth margin decreased by 0.7 PPT year over year to 21.4%. And of this, 0.6 PPT of this decline was driven by the lower sales volume from the overseas e-motorcycle and e-mopass. And the remaining 0.1 PPT due to the change to the product mix domestically. And our third quarter OPEX amounted to 289 million, an increase of 25 million compared to the same period of last year. And this increase was mainly due to a 88 million increase in provisions for credit losses in this quarter. 
excluding the impact of the credit losses in each period, the OPEX decreased 25% year over year, as percentage of revenue also decreased by 1.4 PPT from 22.3% last year to 21% this year. For the details, I will explain in a moment. Selling and marketing expenses were 123 million, as percentage of revenue was 13.2%. Uh, it is a year-over-year decrease of 48 million and 1.6 PPT lower than last year, primarily due to a reduction in advertising and promotion activities. R&D expenses amounted to 39 million, representing an 11 million decrease year over year, primarily due to a decrease in share risk compensation and staff costs, and also the design and system development professional fees. GNA expenses were 127 million, representing an 83 million increase year over year, and this is due to the increase in provision for credit losses of 88 million. Excluding these credit losses, the GNA expenses decreased by 13% compared to the same period of last year. Since our international operation has expanded, we have seen a corresponding increase in the extent of our account receivables, which forms the basis of computing the bad debt provisions. As we mentioned in the previous quarters, the European consumer sentiment remains cautious, leading our distributors to ask for extended payment terms due to the weak retail sales. In the meantime, one of our key motorcycle and mopeds distributors in the European market announced on September 6 this year that it's going to into a court-supervised constructing process due to the intense economic uh, pressures. Consequently, this quarter, we took a provision of R&B 54 million, representing a full amount of receivable owned by this distributor. And despite the prudent raising provisions for credit losses on the overdue payments, we retain a positive outlook on the future receivable collections. Given our other partners' robust financial standing and their continuous ongoing payments, to conclude, excluding the prudent provision for credit losses, our cost controls have driven an overall decrease in expenses and made us more efficient, linear, and flexible to negative to, today, to navigate today's volatile and weak macroeconomy and emerge stronger when conditions eventually improve. In the third quarter, our net loss was nearly 80 million under the gap measurement um, compared to a net profit of 3 million for the same period of last year. And turning to our balance sheet and cash flow, we ended a quarter with nearly 1.4 billion in cash, restricted cash, term deposit, and short-term investment. The operating cash flow was 229 million compared to 415 million in the same period of last year and 217 million last quarter. And our capex for the third quarter amounted to 26 million and has re- remained stable for the past four, five quarters. And now let's turn to guidance. 
we expect the fourth quarter revenue to be in the range of RMB 490 million to 612 million, representing a year-over-year decrease from 20% to flat. And please be aware that this outlook is based on information available as of the date and reflects the company's current and preliminary expectations, which is subject to change due to the uncertainty relating to various factors. And with that, we'll now open the call for any questions that you may have for us, operator. Please go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. We will now begin the question and answer session. To ask a question, please press star 1-1 and wait for your name to be announced. If you'd like to cancel your request, please press star 1-1 again. There will be a short silence while questions are being collected. As a reminder, if you'd like to ask a question, please press star 1-1. There are no questions at this time. I would like to hand the call back to management for closing remarks. Well, thank you, operator, and thank you all for participating on today's call and for your support. We appreciate your interest and look forward to reporting to you again next quarter on our progress. Thank you. That does conclude today's conference call. Thank you for your participation. You may now disconnect your lights.